Bhagavad Gita is a book of mankind's collected experience of and answers to life's most basic questions. Who I am? From where do I come? What is my purpose and destiny? And most practically, how do I find happiness? These podcasts originate in the lectures of Neil Bhatt, a disciple of Swami Chinmayananda. They are presented here in 20 to 30 minute segments, each covering three of the Gita's 701 verses. Welcome to Gita Wisdom for Daily Living. We had been discussing chapter 10, Vibhuti Yoga. The Lord's Vibhuti, that one which appears to be many, is His Vibhuti. By His power of yoga, He appears to us as many. So you go to the jewelry shop, the gold is gold, but the Vibhuti of gold is all the jewelries you see. That's the glory of the gold you see in the jewelry shop. And the yogic power is the jeweler, who has the yogic power, the efficient cause with which he creates many out of this one gold. So Bhagavan said that I am the source of all the beings in this chapter. But it says not many people can realize that. Even the rishis, maharishis and the devas, suraganaha, even they cannot recognize that. The reason being that I am the source of even those who we consider to be the higher beings, such as Suraganaha and Maharishis. And therefore the effect cannot find its own source. All these Saptarishis, Sanat Kumaras, and 14 Manus, they're all born out of my mind. In other words, Anything which you consider is the source of your being, source of your human race or your existence, all came out of me. Born out of my mind and after that all the progeny of those are also me. However, it appears to us as many because of our own ignorance about our own self, about self. Now, the goal is to unwind that clock from where we started and reached to this point of ignorance and remove that ignorance. So, aham sarvasya prabhavaha matta sarva pravartate iti matva bhajante maam buddha bhavan samanvitaha But one whose intellect is steady, bhava samanvitaha, they will see me as I am the source of all the beings and everything is pervaded by me with such understanding and such devotion, one who worship me, they obviously will get me and say, Matchitta Madgat Pranaha Bodhayantaha Parasparam Kathayantascha Mamnityam Tusyanticha Ramanticha What we don't have in our life is contentment and delight. Our life is full of discontent and dejection. One of the Swamiji's used to say, our life is like the cardiogram. Unhappiness, unhappy, little happiness, unhappiness, little happiness. That's the story of our life. What we're seeking is exactly the contentment. I want to be satisfied. I want to be content. I want to have bliss. Then I want to enjoy my life. 
That's what we are looking for. And everything we have tried so far in our life has its own limitation. So, that's what we are lacking. The Bhagavan says the only people who achieves this is Matchittaha, whose mind is absorbed in me. In other words, I have come to the conclusion if the, the Lord is the source of all the being. And we have seen from the logic of spirituality that is, this world was created by God by the only material available to him, which is his own self. You and I cannot be anything different than his own self. With that, if my mind is resting in him, always anything I see, anything I feel, anything I touch is nothing but his self only. Matchittaha, Madgat Pranaha, everything that is happening with my life. Pranaha, Swamiji takes a much wider view of prana. Any experience which I have through my sense organs is nothing but his experience alone. Because I have come to the firm conclusion that this world could not have been created out of anything but the God's own self. There was no other material available to him to create this world but his own self. Matgat pranaha bodhayantaha parasparam We constantly remind each other that you and I are nothing but the Lord's only self. It reminds me, kind of practical joke, when I was in Dallas group and a lot of Americans who were involved in what I do, they said, Neil, I noticed something. You guys always say, hurry home. In my mission, we meet each other, hurry home. Hari Om, the Jai Shri Krishna, Hari Om. He says, I know now why you guys have a better family life. You remind each other, hurry home. <laughs> Go home quickly. <laughs> you constantly remind each other, hurry home. You know? <laughs> Your wife must be waiting, Neil, go home. <laughs> Otherwise, we'll be in trouble. We remind each other, hurry home. <laughs> then we won't have any trouble. He said, Bodhiyantaha Parasparam. We constantly remind each other and enlighten others that there is no other self in you and I, but the same self. That's why we namaste is, I bow down to you, the same self which is in me is in you. Bodhiyantaha parasparam kathayantaschamam nityam Constantly speaking about me. Constantly reminding ourselves in all our actions that everything that is happening in my life, every experience that I'm experiencing, is nothing but the Lord's glory alone. Tushyanti Ramanticha. They're content and they're reveling in their own self. Ramanti. Swamiji makes an elaborate distinction between Kridanti and Ramanti. Krida means play. Krida requires an outside object to interact with, to play. A ball or whatever, that's Krida. Ramanti is reveling in yourself. By yourself you're enjoying is Ramanticha. So the two things we always are lacking is this contentment and the joy. Bhagavan said you can only get by your mind constantly focused on the self. All your activities are devoted to the self, reminding each other, enlightening each other that we are the manifestation of the same Lord. And then Kathayanticha. And speaking about that will lead you to contentment and enjoyment. The Ramanticha.
तेषां सततयुक्तानां ददामी बुद्धियोगम च येन माम उपयांतिते दोज हु डू व्हाट वी हैव डिस्कस्ड इन द प्रीवियस वर्स भगवान सेड नाउ व्हाट माय जॉब इज तेषां सततयुक्तानां भजतां प्रीतिपूर्वकम ददामी बुद्धियोगम तम येन माम उपायंतिते आई गिव देम द बुद्धियोग those who are doing what we just discussed constantly focusing their mind into the self all their activities are dedicated to the self enlightening each other and speaking about that they are content because bhagwan said i give them buddhi yoga buddhi yoga is not this buddhi that we know as the mana buddhi chitta ahankar this buddhi is to decipher the world of objects with this intellect i try to decide my experiences whether this is right or that is right and i come to that conclusion this is right in this experience so that is the buddhi but this is yogic buddhi buddhi we associate with knowing something becoming firmly convicted about something is the buddhi waffling is a mind i like i dislike i know i don't know this or that that's not one i decisively know that's buddhi that's intellect in this case i now decisively know what myself is there is no doubt left in my mind anymore up till now i had a doubt what is my relationship with the lord is he really looking after me or not well i am doing the does he know that i am doing his puja therefore make sure that we publish it in bharatwani and i did lakshmi puja lord you know that it was published in bharatwani now it's your responsibility bhagwan said i give them that buddhi gives you that contentment and joy te yena maam upayanti te with that buddhi yoga they come to me our journey started from we separated from ourselves by the ignorance started thinking about this is me this body is me this mind is me this intellect is me and now at my age i realize that not this body which i was born with and then grew out of the food but the steel plate in my leg and the acrylic lens in my eye is also me no difference between the the lens i was born with I actually asked my ophthalmologist he doesn't it come with a lifetime warranty he said no it doesn't you know as how about this one he said this has a limited warranty too <laughs> all that i consider me turns out to be something i have borrowed from this world bhagwan said once that awareness takes place that there is nothing but the self exist in other nothing but i exist that parallax is now removed between my lower self and the higher self tesam eva anukampartham aham agnanajam tamaha nasayami atma bhavastah gnanadeepena bhaswada so now it seem like that bhagwan is doing all that very partially to those who put all this effort and he really doesn't care about people like us who are constantly busy with our business and our studies and our professions and all that bhagwan is ever compassionate 
and all religion says that, you know, right, including Christianity. But one is never considered as something who is harshly judging people. He is ever compassionate. But he has his own limitation. Unless I seek his compassion, he does not have any power to give and shower his compassion on you. Let's say I have five children, and four of them are never talking to me, and only one talks to me. My compassion is only revealed to the one who constantly with me. Other four has never, ever experienced my compassions, because they never allowed me to show my compassion to them. So Amiji gives another example that sun is always compassionate to give you sunlight. But as long as I keep the windows closed, he doesn't have any power to give you compassion. He has to patiently wait outside your window till you allow him to come inside your room by opening the windows. Then he can shower his compassion by giving you the light. It is us where we have to become worthy of his compassion. So Bhagavan said, Tesha, those we just talked about, all the qualities they have achieved. Tesam eva anukampartam aham agnanajam tamaha. What has made me feel different from the my own self, the God? My own ignorance. The self is self-effulgent. It has its own revelation. It becomes revealed to you by its own glory. Myself, I'm always aware. I close my eyes. I'm under whatever condition. I know I exist. That requires no intellectual conviction or no intellectual argument about exist or not. Everything else requires my intellectual conclusion. Am I an architect or a doctor? I come to the conclusion I cannot be anything but an architect. I never went to medical school. So all this thing which my upadhi requires my intellectual conclusion that this is who I am. But I exist requires no intellectual argument. It reveals to me that I exist in my awareness. So Bhagavan says, what has removed you from that revelation that yourself and the God self is one? Your ignorance created by identification with the non-self, which is my body, my mind, my intellect. That created a avaran, a veiling over my understanding that I exist. And that veiling once removed, no other efforts are required. So Amiji uses a very good example. I'm looking for my key in the room, and the key is lying on the table, but the room is pitch dark. Obviously, I can't find my key. But somebody with his compassion turned the lights on. With that compassion of turning the light on, and now the light shines on my key, and I see my key. The person didn't have to produce a key, but just out of the compassion, he removes the darkness in the room, and I find my key. It's in the same way Bhagavan said, the self was always dwelling in my own heart. It always revealing that I exist. But I consider that I to be this I. That existence which I feel all the time, 
I now take it for granted it is talking about my body, my mind, my intellect, my achievement, my position, my relationship, that's I. Bhagavan said, with destruction of this ignorance, by all the things which you have talked about, I remove that darkness by lighting up Gnana Deep in the light of knowledge in your heart. And you come to this revelation that my existence is of that Supreme Self. And that's where obviously the Krishna's discourse about his vibhuti stops. That's who I am. I'm dwelling in your heart as you. Once you remove this darkness which created by your ignorance about who you are, with my compassion, which is always there. In other words, Bhagwan is always there. Myself is constantly reminding me that I exist. And there is no end to this existence. Therefore, there is not a single person in this world or a being who can think about non-existence. Non-existence does not exist. Therefore, we cannot think about it. Bhagwan said, I remove this darkness, that fear which creates it, I will cease to exist from your heart. I remove this darkness that I and this world are two different entities. I remove this darkness that yourself and myself and his self and ourself are different. And that's Bhagavan's his Buddha Yoga. Om Sarve Bhavantu Sukhina Sarve Santu Niramayaha Sarve Bhadrani Pashyantu Ma Kaschit Dukkha Bhagbhave Om Shantihi 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 Harihi Om Shri Guru Bhyo Namaha Harihi Om